This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Back it is uh, Pat and Stu. Uh, it is. Wow. Uh, I agree. I agree, Pat. You do? You agree that I am Pat and no, I just, I just, I want to make sure we get off on the right foot today. Uh, and I agree. Okay. The name of the show is Pat and Stu. Uh, Thank you. That's one, important. One thing you'll notice is missing from that. Uh, Jeffy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do and notice it, that, don't and, you? And, and believe me, you do believe notice that, don't go, you? He doesn't believe like that. Believe me, he it's going like it. to stay that way. Okay. <laughs> you do notice that, don't believe you? Believe me. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, by the way, um, uh, this is pretty interesting. We want to talk about a pathetic. I, I to to sit here and tell you it's anything other than pathetic would be an. an uh, 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 I would be. It's like I would be abandoning my my unit on the on the field uh, of battle. Like I would be, mm. uh, be I would be guilty of desertion if I did not tell you how pathetic, how pathetic Fox News has been with the coverage of these online polls for Donald Trump. It is one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in my life. All of them know that this is bullcrap. All of them. There are still some people online who don't know polling and will say, well, I mean, he won some online polls. That means nothing. And I expect it out of the Trump campaign because they're mm-hmm. going to say whatever they can to help their person. But I, I mean, the fact that a, a journalistic organization would go on television and say, well, look, uh, he won all these online polls. He must have won the debate is so incredibly embarrassing. It's hard to express. And it was so bad, it required a memo from Fox News uh, corporate to say, guys, so you know, online polls where you can vote as many times as you want and you can be in uh, Russia while you're voting does not meet our editorial standards, particularly when they're on the Drudge Report uh, uh, which is an arm of the Trump campaign, and when the other ones you're citing were linked from the Drudge Report. <laughs> there is nothing, I mean, it literally means nothing. That's, nothing. Nothing. But that's where Fox News is right now. That's right? embarrassing, though. That's, that's, where, that's where they are. That's where many of the hosts are, not all. Nope. No, no, many no. Many of the ho- yeah. hosts are essentially spokespeople for Donald Trump. 
And obviously, all they are. You know, Sean Hannity, Hannity is, is, is chief among them, obviously. Obviously the biggest one. And, and the thing about Hannity, which is so bad, is he's sitting here touting these polls as if they're some serious he, and thing. And he knows better than that. He was on the God air golly. criticizing them as bullcrap when it was happening with Ron Paul. Yeah. When Ron Paul was winning all the online polls, he was correctly at the time saying these things don't mean anything because it's just Ron Paul supporters voting as many times as they can. This means nothing. And he was right. And Ron Paul is not president, is he? I, was Ron Paul no, president at any no, time? Uh-uh. I don't remember it happening, but I could, I could have missed it. And now, because he's in the pocket so badly for Trump. He came within about 93% of the presidency once. He did, once. he did, once. So. Um, well, not quite. No. I think he got, uh, he didn't quite get 1% when he actually ran for president. Um, uh, and then he ran. So he didn't primary. get 7%? I thought it was, it was some, it, it, for some reason, 7% was in my head. You're, well, you're thinking of him in the primary. Okay, um, maybe. So he came within 93% <laughs> of, of, the of the nomination. But when he actually ran for president as a libertarian, he didn't. He came within 99%. Right. Within 99%, that guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, it's closer than you have ever come, right? That's right. Uh, that's so right. That's impressive. I but I've say, never won an online poll. You've never won. Um, you know, that said that I was going to be the next president, so it's a little worse for him. I, it's a good example, though. Online polls are obviously meaningless from the perspective of uh, just throwing it out there and letting everyone vote as many times as you can. It doesn't mean anything. Um, we have do online polls. It's for fun. Right. Like we do uh, douche Hall of Fame voting. And I know we take the douche Hall of Fame seriously, but it's not a representative. And it is. Right, it is. But it's not a representative sampling of the United States of America. Yes, it is. I can. It isn't. <laughs> it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be hardcore wow. fans that come in and vote. Wow. I right? take exception to that. Here's another good indication. Who won every single poll we did during the election, during the primary election, Ted where Cruz. we had people uh, come come and vote. Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz. And that was, is he the nominee? No, he is not. No, he is not. And you know what? Ted Cruz not only won every poll, he won it handily. Yeah. Handily. But, and that was actually, I will say, a better representation than a poll on the Drudge Report because it actually yeah. took people 15 minutes to fill it out. Right. So at least it was a time, it, it, there was some selection of people who would at least take the time. And what we said at the time is, this is not a representative scientific poll by any means. It's a, probably a representative uh, a sampling of the activists in our audience. And that's what we wanted to find out. Um, you know, but again, it could have been scammed by anybody. Uh, it just took enough time that most, it, it's not like refresh, clear cookies, refresh, clear cookies, refresh, clear cookies. It was, okay, I got to go through a list of 15, 20 people. I need to vote by grade. We made it complicated intentionally so that people had to take time to do it and you couldn't constantly refresh it. Um, or, you know, at least it was hard to do. After um, the debate, but, H- Hannity, go ahead. Yeah, just, just to finish that point, though, yeah. uh, Hannity knew. And knows that that's complete bullcrap and did it anyway. And yet he knew of scientific polls that mm-hmm. existed. Mm-hmm. We've, I think we've had four of them now, all of them showing between a 12 and 35 point victory for Hillary Clinton in the debates. Four different scientific polls now. Guys, um, unbelievable. I mean, unbelievable. I, to, to deny that is so it's such a um, uh, it's such a abdication of your duty to your audience. Right. Yeah. Like you're screwing your audience. You're letting them yeah. all go out with stupid information. You're letting them all look dumb to their friends. You're telling them information that that mm-hmm. they might not even normally believe, but you're giving it credibility. So they go out and spread it when they are the ones who pay the price for looking stupid because of it. I mean, it's just it's such a jerk thing to do to your audience. 
And what does it do? Even freaking Breitbart releases polls that have Donald Trump losing because they are scientific polls and they do it with a legitimate uh, uh, polling agency. And, you know, I mean, whether that will maintain the entire time, I don't know. But the last poll they had had Donald Trump down five. For some reason, Hannity is so in love with Donald Trump. He doesn't care about any of that. He doesn't care about any of what you just said. In fact, uh, that night on debate night, he said, I have it in front of me. Time Magazine, Drudge Report, CNBC, The Hill, CBS. The only one that has Hillary winning is CNN, and they are the Clinton News Network. Now, CNN's poll had her winning by 30 points, and it's the only scientific poll he mentioned here. In fact, CBS didn't even conduct a poll. But Hannity strongly implied that the unscientific online, online polls were more accurate than the CN, than the CNN poll. And I, th- I believe CBS actually tweeted, by the way, to be clear, we did not conduct a Didn't con- poll. conduct a poll. Um, I think what's going to happen here, and, and I think this, I, I honestly think this could happen as a result of, of this behavior, is I think you'll see news organizations stopping posting these meaningless online polls. Because all it is is a, is a shot to get traffic. They want people to come back and refresh. It also screws advertisers, by the way, uh, when, when this sort of thing happened. A poll, an <laughs> online poll in and of itself is not a bad thing. When you have a, a large audience trying to game the online poll, you get lots of page mm-hmm. views that aren't real. So the, uh, the advertisers don't get the benefit of those page views. Um, and not to mention, it, it, when, you, when the Donald Trump campaign releases something that says a CBS poll says, it screws CBS. CBS looks like they're, uh, they don't have credibility, and that's not fair to them. Just to show you how uh, inaccurate the Drudge poll is, I, I took it just to, just to see, because I, I, wanted, I wanted the results to come up, and so, and so I clicked on it. And it was 82 to 11, Trump. 82 to 11. Right. Now, nobody believes that Donald Trump won that debate by 71% of the American people, except for Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity and Donald Trump are the only two living beings on this planet who believe that. It's just so pathetic. I, I don't understand it. I honestly, I mean, I don't get the love he has for him. I, I didn't realize they were this close, but maybe they are. You know, maybe they maybe they've just been such bosom buddies over the years that Sean has this undying, unconditional loyalty to him that he discounts everything. He discounts every fact he knows. He discounts all logic that he ever had. And maybe he didn't have that much to begin with. Um, but he just buys into the point where it's it's ludicrous. I it's embarrassing. I've never seen anything like it. And you know what? You, people would say, "Well, you guys went in all in on Cruz, did we? Have you have you paid attention the last week?" Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, Ted Cruz, I still think is a very good senator, and I think it's fine for for. It's completely understandable for Sean Hannity to think. I, I think, still look, hope to be friends with Ted. I hope he's not so oh, pissed at us that, think, that we're not going to be. You were like, I don't why did you bring is. him on to humiliate him? You think Ted Cruz humiliated himself? He, he, no. he laid out his performance. I think he did fine. Right, he I, did. I think he did fine. I, we disagree with him on this point. And to bring it, break it down to sports terms for a second, I was thinking about a, a way to boil this down. Like, this is seriously where we are, I think. And tell me if you think this is fair. We were hoping Ted Cruz was Tom Brady... And he's probably just Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers is a great quarterback. Mm-hmm. He is, if things go right for Philip Rivers, he might be in the Hall of Fame. 
If he can pull off a, ch- a championship late in his career, he very Possibly. well might be in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the most accurate <clears throat> passers of all time. Uh, he is a great quarterback that has been surrounded at times with a team that has let him down. But he's he is a very good to great quarterback. He's not Tom Brady, but he's very a very good to great quarterback. Mm. You could argue that if Philip Rivers played for New England, he might be Tom Brady. And, you know, he might, in different mm. circumstances, he might be. And I think that's the same case with Cruz. If Cruz, in slightly different circumstances, like, for example, a few percentage points change and he beats Donald Trump and goes to the presidency, he might have been Tom Brady. But instead, he mm. might be Philip Rivers. There's nothing wrong. We need Philip Rivers. We need a Philip mm-hmm. Rivers in the Senate. He's a yeah. great candidate. And he might, I mean, this is, to me, a bit of a letdown that, that would elevate him from all-time great to pretty damn good, really good, maybe a Hall of Fame good. Yeah, and to put it into political terms and historical terms, I, I think that some of us were hoping he was George Washington. Right. And he's more like Ronald Reagan, you know. He's a little, <laughs> like, oh, no. You know, he's a little more like Ronald Reagan than George Washington. Uh, I mean, okay. Is that an, even an I'll insult? I'll take it. I'll right. still take Ronald Reagan every day, especially in That's this a, environment. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It's about like that. But and I mean, we I mean, just thought he was so principled and so um, I committed. Didn't, I didn't think he would fall. That he wouldn't get into this with Trump because Trump is such a despicable and you, and you might say, human being. Right, and you might say, well, what? <laughs> what is this the candidate of Hillary and blah, blah, blah? All the arguments that come at us. Well, Mike Lee and Ben Sass have not had problems with right. that. I mean, they've been right. able to they've, hold off. They've held this. off. Um, and, you know, so I... I Look, it does not mean Ted Cruz is a bad guy. I mean, we used to have this, going back to football for a moment, we would have these conversations about Peyton Manning. And Peyton Manning would lose a playoff game, and we'd yeah. be like, oh, it's unbelievable. He really has problems in the playoffs. And we get Manning, people who love Peyton Manning, goes, this guy's worse. How can you criticize his quarterback? He's oh, not way better than Joe Montana's in the playoffs. <laughs> you go through all these things. It's like, wait a minute. What we're arguing here is, is Peyton Manning the greatest quarterback of all time, or is he the fifth greatest quarterback of all time? We're not saying he's bad. No one's saying he's worse than, uh, you know, uh, I was going to say you're uh, Blaine Gabbert, which is unfair. Uh, Scott Bruner, former New York uh, Giants quarterback. No one's saying he's Scott Bruner. People are saying, wait a minute, he's he's probably the fifth best quarterback of all time instead of the first. There's nothing wrong with being the fifth. We now need you're gonna, Ronald you're, Reagan. You're going to hear from Scott Bruner fans now because at least he made it to the NFL. <laughs> Did you? No. I mean, that's we're not comparing of... <laughs> him to us. We're comparing him <laughs> to his peers. But that's what we're right. dealing with exactly. now. I mean, I'm getting it's to the point now where on Facebook, I, I, I just want to hit the delete button. I can't stand it. The whole account. Whole account. Just Goodbye. Gone. It's just I don't ever want to look at it again because we're being mocked now for talking about principles. We're be- nobody ever said we were perfect in principles, but we're trying desperately to hold on to some. And now we're being mocked for all oh, your principles, your high minded principles. You're so hung up on principles. Yeah, is that bad? Is that a freaking bad thing, though? That's exactly what we want to be known for, by the way. Yeah, um, and, good. Gosh, and I can't believe it. We talked about this off the air today, and I don't think we ever brought it on the air. But we, a couple of years ago, we played the audio before uh, of us all sitting around when, yeah. the, stu- when the, the set was right over here. And we all sat around in a circle, and we said, don't let this happen again. If, if Jeb Bush mm. is the nominee... 
don't let us go down this road because we don't need another Jeb Bush. We're not voting for him. We're not going to be fooled into it. The mm-hmm. last minute, it's going to feel like, well, it's a binary choice, and we're going to have to make these arguments. <laughs> and you know what? Don't let us do it. And everybody in the audience all, all signed sat on. by their radio and said, you know what? Yeah, I'm with these guys. Screw the establishment. <laughs> Screw I don't want another Bush. I won't do it. If they doesn't match my principles, I'm not going to do it. Time to pick as the and primary. Exactly. Exactly. And they all said, if they pick a crappy mm. candidate, I'm not doing it again. And they're all giving us the opposite side of that. Yeah, not all. I mean, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating. And the people, the people who I think really meant it are still there. Um, but, you know, I, I, I don't mind. I don't care if people abandon that. But don't expect us to abandon it. Mm-hmm. The reason why we said that on the air and not off the air is so we would be held to that standard. So that you would know about it and hold our feet to the fire if we abandon it. That's why we do those things on the air. We can make promises to ourselves all the time. Uh, that's easy. I mean, and it's easy to break them. It's harder to go on the air and say, you know what? This is what I feel, and this is how I'm, this is what I'm doing, and I'm doing it this way. Hold my feet to the fire if I screw it up. And, you know, I, I, I don't see how you'd want a host to do something different. You want us to come on the air and say, you know what? Donald Trump's online polling is promising. Did he see he has more Facebook followers than Hillary does? Wow. I mean, it's it's, it's that means I, he's going to win the election by 14 points. Right. We are not your safe space. No. We do not exist. To make you feel good every day. Trigger we're warning. Trying, yeah, we're not. We're not. We're not going to give you trigger warnings. Trigger we're warning. Not Hofstra University for students. We're not going to give you counseling when we think things aren't going well. <laughs> Better than that, we will tell you what we think is actually true. We will give you the facts of the situation as we understand them and let you make up your own mind. But again, we're not telling you how to vote. We're not telling not. you yeah. how to vote. Go ahead and vote for Donald vote Trump. We've said that a million else do you times. Want? I don't care. I mean, the, guy, the guy did raise eighteen million dollars in a day. He says. That's great. 18 million. Wait a minute. He's self-funding. I thought he was self-funding his campaign. <laughs> what do you mean you raised money? $18 million? What do you need that for? You're self-funding. You're not corrupt. You're not a politician. Again, I... That is unreal. And I got one of those dumb um, pieces of mail from him. Addressed to me at home. I open it up. It's Donald Trump asking for money. I, I And I, I, I'm like, What? You don't need money. You don't want money. I, I, oh, that what do you part mean? Is, I mean, I just if you're a Trump fan or, or even just a Trump voter, think about how weird this is. This man wants to be president of the United States. He's not running ads anywhere. And, you know, he's right. competitive without running ads. Yeah. Now, he keeps they. they it's quite clear. Their uh, their uh, organization is terrible. They have way less uh, field they have offices. One field office, right? In yeah, Florida. Is this still? It but was, a couple of weeks ago, point. it was one. One. Now, look, I think he wants to win the presidency. I think he wants to be president. Um, if he really is the successful bil- billionaire, why the hell isn't he dumping 50 million, 100 million? Now, he's put in, what, 30 million so far? I can't remember the exact number. He put in something like $30 million, and initially it was loans, and then he forgave the loans. So he spent money on his campaign. But why isn't he spending $500 million of his money right now. Right. If he actually, I mean, if he's worth if you have 10, 10 billion, billion why isn't he spending, why isn't he selling a big building and, and spending all that money on this campaign? For example, I, I keep bringing this up. Hillary beats him every single time in fundraising. Every time they release numbers, Hillary's numbers are better. Every time so far. Why not, if you're Donald Trump, just make up the difference so mm-hmm. that you have a dollar more than her every single quarter? 
you know, again, you might not know the exact number, but after, if you release, I've raised 130, she says I've raised 130, and you say I've raised 100, the next day, you put $30 million more into the account. Why wouldn't you do this at this point if you actually had this money? Why wouldn't you? You are, you are six weeks away from running the free world. If you have this money, why aren't you investing it? This is worth way more than any of your buildings. If you win this, not only is it worth the power and what you say you care about the country and, and working families and all those things, it's worth more money to you than any building you could possibly own. Why wouldn't you take the financial mm-hmm. picture out of it? Tell your, tell your people that are, are donating money, I don't want your money. Please go out and knock on doors. Go out and sign people up. Register people to vote. To you create millions of volunteers if this if this if you had this money. Why wouldn't you go out there and encourage people? Don't give me five dollars. Don't send me a hundred dollars. Go out and knock out a hundred doors for me. I'll say Please. it again. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have it. Doesn't have it. I mean, why wouldn't you take this out? I, oh, this concern would. away. You would. You'd stop every can't. story he about. Can't. Well, uh, like for example, they just did a study of all the um, Fortune 500 CEOs. These are the peers, supposedly, of Donald Trump. Yeah. None of them have donated to Trump. Yeah, they can't stand him. None of them. Look at Cuban. They're all going the other way. Not one? None of them. There's a bunch that have donated to Hillary and a bunch that haven't donated. Right. None of them. It's amazing. These are people who look at his performance in context. And they're people who know him. Oh, they all have pictures with him from some cocktail party in New York. Yep. They've all been around him. They know better. Why is that? It's it's just embarrassing. More Pat and Stu coming up. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about uh, your current phone provider, because I think that's important. Oh, the, the one that's uh, giving money to Hillary right now? Yes. Like uh, a lot of these billionaires? Yeah. Oh, what about Planned Parenthood? That's great. Yeah, right? it's, uh, if you like hey, that. Hey, how about gun control? A lot of people uh, fighting for that. Yes. Like, give it to Michael Bloomberg and his yeah. uh, his group. All that's happening. <laughs> um, you, you, if you, Well, I will say this. Uh-huh. If you love your money going to Hillary Clinton's campaign... Keep, Keep doing, doing what you're doing. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing because the money you're sending to your phone provider is a, a decent amount of it. And in some cases, large amounts, tens of millions mm. of dollars is being funneled to places like Planned Parenthood and the Hillary Clinton campaign. The other choice is Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile will take, uh, it'll give you all the service uh, that you that you want from any uh, What about provider. Nationwide Talk? Is it just like a regional company that no. can, you know, only, <laughs> like if I want to make a local call, I can do it with them? Yes, yeah, so you can only make local calls with <laughs> A terrible company. No, you can make nationwide talk and text. It's all there. All the packages are there. What do they have, like one and a half G? No. 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 no? Okay. Full 4G LTE oh, data. Wow. Holy competitive cow. prices. Okay. Uh, and, by the way, they're going to donate 5% of your monthly bill to a conservative organization of your choice. Like climate change? No. No. That's not an option, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, but they do have options. Uh, like FreedomWorks, uh, like the NRA, yes. um, really good uh, organizations, really any cause that you believe in, they've got something to represent it. And same quality the service point. then? Is that what you're saying it to is. me? Same quality, same quality service. service. Greatest phones Oh, what if well. I want an iPhone? Do I have to get that flip phone thing? Like It looks like a Star Trek communicator. No, Pat. Flink. <laughs> no? You can get an iPhone okay. 7 if you want it. You can get a wow. Samsung. What's the one you have, uh, Jeffy? What's the good Samsung? I have the uh, the 5, but now about the 7 Note. The 7, seven Note? Yeah. yeah. They're both up to 7 but they have now, the five. Right? Uh, one one thing we sevens, like about yeah. this, too, is uh, they also have the 5. 
Yes. We were talking to him. Yeah, he was a lot of people are like, you know what? My, I yeah. like, I like my phone. Right. I don't want to learn a new phone. And you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to. You can but get you the can old, if you, you want. Can get the phone. Yeah, you get whatever you want. Basically, at Patriot Mobile, PatriotMobile.com/slash/blaze, PatriotMobile.com/slash/blaze, Patriot or call them 877-367-7524. 877-367-7524 for Patriot Mobile. The experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Huh? Real quick, yep. Uh, yep. we have five scientific polls uh, from various pollsters about who won the debate. Here they, I told you about the Breitbart one that had uh, Trump losing by five. And you know about the and CNN. that's Breitbart. Breitbart. Okay. Now, it's worked wow. with uh, Gravis, uh, who is a, uh, a pollster, not necessarily a highly rated pollster, but a legitimate, you know, scientific pollster. And that's not an online poll. <laughs> so Breitbart has it plus five for Hillary. Uh, and we told you about CNN has uh, Hillary plus 35. Now, there were some issues with that one in that the sampling was Democratic leaning. I mean, not 35 mm-hmm. points Democratic leaning, but it was Democratic leaning. Um, so that one might is the high end. The other three... Uh, PPP was plus 11, Hillary plus 11. Uh, YouGov had Hillary plus 16. Wow. And Morning Consult had Hillary plus 23. So plus 23, plus 16, plus 35, plus 11, plus 5 for Hillary. She didn't, she didn't lose one actual poll. And Fox News is on it. Oh, he won all the polls. I mean, it's in, that is embarrassing. It's Soviet-level propaganda. No, absolutely 100% mm-hmm. every person who said that on television knows it's bullcrap. They know it. They're saying it to lie to you, period. There's no other way to read it. I mean, that's unbelievable. And many of these people have been on TV previously mocking online polls. That's how bad it is. I, you know, this, Including Sean Hannity, it creates who, a deserved, bunch- who deserves to be named at this point. It, it, Sean Hannity was mocking online polls, and now he's touting them. Sean Hannity. I mean, it's... I, I, I'm just... I, I, can't, I can't believe it. And uh, I know, I know, we're going to own it. You're going to be held responsible. Yeah. Uh-oh. I would have... By Karate Man. I would also have named Sean Hannity, but that was only before I knew he had a brown belt. Thank you. Now, yeah, now you're belt, scared, I'm afraid, right? I'm afraid to name him. Now you're cowardly. Uh, now, I, yes, you know he's uh, brown belt. Ever well, hear of it? Uh, yeah, and okay. he's holding you responsible. Yeah, I don't want to be held responsible by anybody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> here, uh, and, and, you know who else doesn't want to be held responsible for things he's done in the past is uh, Donald Trump. So here is the new Hillary Clinton ad. Tell me if you think this is effective, because there's a whole controversy sort of arising from this interaction. 
with Alicia Machado, former Miss Universe from Venezuela. Watch. Trump threatened to take her crown away because she lost weight. She gained weight. He blindsided her by inviting reporters to watch her work out. She weighed 118 pounds or 117 pounds, and she went up to 160 or 70. So this is somebody that likes to eat. <laughs> Very humiliating. Felt really bad. Like a lab rat. Now again, she looks. She does not look. Oh my gosh! No, she doesn't look that at all. Turned into a Turned into a circus. The joke of the fatness universe. Joke that caused me a lot of pain. Long after I was sick with eating Still see myself as fat because a powerful man said so. He's a man who doesn't realize the damage he causes. Bears many grudges, harbors deep racism. Right. And he's convinced that there are lesser human beings than him. That's for sure. But now I'm strong. I am an American citizen. And I'm going to vote. That's why I dare speak about all this. I think Donald Trump definitely lacks the ability. Ni la experiencia, experience, ni la preparation, and human qualities <laughs> to be president of the United States. So a couple things there. The, the other, the thing that we, because it's a, obviously a long commercial, the one part that we didn't show in there is the nicknames that he was calling her, which was uh, Miss Piggy and um, Miss Housekeeping, because she's... Uh, Do you have any doubt he said either, either one of those? No, I, Sounds I, just like him. I mean, I, it's just like him. Certainly, I don't. Of course he did it. I don't have any doubt. Uh, you know, I mean, I, again, you know, he can deny it. I, he yeah. hasn't denied it, by the way, which is kind of interesting. Right. Uh, the, as, as, that, as far as I know, since the initial uh, uh, initial moment. Um, but let's, let's, a couple things about this that are interesting. One is Miss Venezuela, Alicia Machado, can speak English. And she's not speaking English right. in that ad. Which is interesting because... It shows who they're targeting with this message. Yep. Going directly um, after the Latino vote. Activate Latino, voter, Latino voters instead. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily going to, to um, uh, you know, a white audience or a black audience. It's trying to it going specifically after this audience. And, and probably uh, Latina females more than anything else. Um, she has had a sordid um, uh, series of events that have happened in her life since she was Miss Venezuela. She discusses some of them there, being depressed and having eating disorders. Um, she, re, there were reports that she was involved in some sort of criminal activity and that like she was a getaway driver in some sort of crime. She also has gone on to, I, I have not confirmed this myself, but I'm sure Jeffy has. There are reports she's gone and, and done porn as well. Is this true, Jeffy? Well, look, who hasn't done porn, first of all? Uh, that's just, a, I mean, that's a throwaway. But she, they, I, they I claimed it. Have not done porn. Well, oh, please. Deny all you want. The, uh... <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? No, you can't. You don't want to. So, anyway, you were anyway, saying. She, the, the getaway driver was for a murder case, but she, you know, that's it's, been like 20 She was years, never charged, and she was never charged with anything. It was, it was 20 years ago. Um, so, the, the, the argument from the Trump people seems to be like, you can't trust her. Look at all the crap she's done. Well, first of all, I, you know, of course, Pat. We can all come together and agree it's totally fine to call Miss, uh, someone from Venezuela Miss Housekeeping if she might potentially commit a crime or do mm-hmm. porn in the future. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with the accusations about Trump. Uh, it, it has nothing right. to do with whether what he did was right or wrong. 
It's just whether it plays politically well or not, right? I mean, I, you know, if she's a if she's a real dirtbag, it's not going to help her as much as Clinton wants her to, you know, to, mm-hmm. she's not going to do the job that Clinton wants her I mean, to do. it'll help with the Latinos, I think. I think that's a good choice for Hillary to use. I don't think that it helps with the American people. Well, and it is, I mean, it is somewhat, English. it's somewhat interesting in that, like, Okay, everyone's like, well, she's fat. He called for, you know, he was calling her fat. And that's mean to women. He was fat shaming her. Look, first of all, obviously weight is an issue in the Miss Universe. Thank you. Come on. I mean, we all know this. And and while we on this show take a strong stand to not call people overweight, that's just one of our personal policies. We don't call people fat. We never do. We think it's wrong. And we would never that's do a, such a thing. That's a, that's a, that's a rule on the show? Yeah. Oh, probably. yeah. A hard and fast yeah. rule. But, I mean, I, I so. don't assume everyone's going to hit our, our high standards. Is there particular. a real book that I could read? Right. Or? No. Look, we say things. We are respectful to others. Right. That doesn't mean everyone has to be respectful to others. We would never call someone fat. I understand. Is there a um, book, though? I mean, a place where you, someone could see the rules? I'm in the middle of a like, point here. Like Fatty McFatface. We'd we never we use that term. We wouldn't do that. We don't we do don't those things. do those things. No, look, to say... they're wrong. I mean, putting Not just nice. the weight part of this yeah. into uh, perspective, and I, I think I'm defending Donald Trump here I when know. I say this. This is... It, it's a beauty pageant. She is supposed to be the face of this beauty pageant. Mm-hmm. She gains what they report as potentially 40 to 50 pounds. That's uh, a problem. And yeah. then, right. That's it, a problem. It is. Now, you don't have to call her Miss Piggy over no, that. Right. You don't that's, have to call her Miss Piggy. But that's, that's just Trump. Mean. That's what he does. That's what he does. That's what he does. Now, reportedly, it was in her contract that she wouldn't have major weight fluctuations. Yeah. Um, afterwards. Is he yeah, is he okay that. to is he okay to 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 make a move on this front and say look you, you, we got to get this under control? I think the answer to that is yes. Yes. Is should he be calling her Miss Piggy? No. And so that probably is no. No, but that's um, him. Should he? That's what he does. Invite reporters to watch her work out. Now look, Donald Trump is in the middle of trying to make this into a big event. Yeah. So if he really did blindside her, she thinks she's walking into a gym. Oh, there's reporters. That's completely wrong. But to try to turn it into. Uh, a, an event for the media because he's trying to draw a dr- uh, attention to his product. That's what Donald Trump does. He's just Don King. Mm-hmm. He's a promoter. And, and that's mm-hmm. what you do as part of the beauty uh, contest. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, the press is there. They're right. all surrounding you. Now, if you really have a problem with it, you could obviously just turn around and walk out. It's not called a smart pageant. No. It, it's it's it not called about, an yeah. intellectual battle. So, it is a beauty pageant, so your looks are the critical issue here. Now, you might have you might be asked really powerful questions about climate change right. and uh, and children's hunger, but mostly it's how do you look on the runway? How do you look in an evening gown? What do you look like in a swimming suit? Uh, that's what it's about. It is. Do and children so- around the country need maps? Yes, thank right. you. Right. Thank, thank you. So I would say, generally speaking, I actually, I understand. I wouldn't necessarily handle it the same way. He didn't need to be a jerk about it, but no, he was. He's but a, he jerk. Is a jerk. So that's, that's the way it goes. Yes. So he, he did all apparently tell USA Today it's fine to describe uh, her as Miss Piggy and, and Miss Housekeeping. He says she was impossible. She was the winner, and, you know, she gained a massive amount of weight, and it was a real problem. 
And Clinton <laughs> found the girl and talked about her like she was Mother Teresa, and it wasn't quite that way, but that's okay. Yeah. Hillary has to do what she has to do. That was a Fox News interview. Um, Good gosh. And, you know, the guy is a real piece of work. That's the that word was I was groping for. On that uh, word you were groping for, we'll go to break. Okay. Triple eight seven twenty seven B E C K. And we're going to break. Think of another word. Yeah. Uh, uh, piece of, but I. No, go ahead and go to break. We'll think about it later. While yeah. you're thinking yeah. about the break, though, is there, so, is there a, a well, rule book again? Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, 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 I would just restate book. again. We would ne- on this show, you will never, you, hear, you us will never hear us calling somebody a fatty uh, fat. I, I, fat I don't so. know. A, a, dis- a disgusting, like, like a, uh, a icky, Mr. Piggy. You wouldn't, you wouldn't hear that. Yeah. Human filth? Human filth. Nah, I mean, that's... that's U.S. Americans are unable to do so because uh, some people out there in our nation don't have maps, and uh, I believe that our ed- education, like such as in South Africa and uh, the uh, Iraq, everywhere the Iraq, like such as, everywhere like such as, I believe that they should, they should, our education our over education here over in here. the U.S. should help the U.S. The US. Should help, the US. Should help our, South Africa and no, should help the Iraq and, and the Asian and countries. The Iraq and the Asian so country. we will be able to build so up our future. Build up our future. She was thinking to hear that about our children. For <laughs> one of the, the greatest moments I of all time. It. I still love it. I, I can't get enough of it it's still to this 10 day. years ago now. It's amazing. Was it 07 or 08? Look at that, Miss Team. 07. Wow. Holy ca- so next, like January, that's a 10-year-old clip. And we play it like it happened last week. Well, yeah, well that's because she's so proud of it. <laughs> I mean, that, you, look, you do something that great, you like to you like to promote it. Yeah. Yeah, um, for 10, 10 years. <laughs> Uh, uh, we, yeah, we've been talking about um, Trump and his handling of these beauty pageants, um, and I like the wording that Hillary used on him, which was, uh, he likes he's a guy who owns beauty pageants, likes to hang around beauty pageants. <laughs> she really like, made him sound like a perv. Likes to hang around beauty pageants. She That's made an him sound like a perv. Uh, thing, uh, but uh, we are also talking about his next move, which could be Trump TV. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben Howe put together uh, a clip of what Trump TV might look like. Here it is. You're watching Trump TV, making television great again. At five, tune in to Laura Ingram. They care about her actual her people. Own personal they interest. care about the right to Are you out of your mind? Look at what these people have done to America. At six, don't miss nap time with Dr. <laughs> ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> At seven, don't miss crazy talk with Alex Jones. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water. They turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> Do you understand that? And at eight, watch <laughs> immigrants with Ann Coulter. If you don't want to be crime. killed by ISIS, don't go to Syria. If you don't want to be killed by a Mexican, there's nothing I can tell. All Mexican. your favorite personalities, all in one place. Trump TV. Making television great again. How do you miss Hannity, though? How do you miss Hannity? Know. Come on. I know. Hannity should have been front and center there, but that's that's good. Yeah. It's um, by the way, uh, he, I, I don't know if he's still doing the um, uh, the funding for the sociopath, but look it up online. And uh, uh, he's doing a movie about Trump uh, that should, I think, uh, I think comes out in a couple weeks. 
So uh, check it out. Ben Howe put that together. Uh, it, uh, here's another clip of, um, as we uh, kind of get close to a break here, Jewish grandparents are, are uh, going after Trump as well. Uh, and, you know, look, um, this is just a funny clip. Um, and just watch it. The future is yours. If you don't vote, if you don't vote for Hillary. I'm that crazy man Trump is elected. I'll haunt you when I die. My ghost will make sure that the kale in your fridge will rot twice as fast. I will haunt your Tinder and only let you swipe right on rabbis' daughters. I will come back from the dead and I will unlike all your Facebook updates, whatever that means. I'll spoil every episode of Game of Thrones. When you're having a dinner party, my ghost will come down and say something racist. But if you're voting for Trump, you probably don't care. Uh, you can tell I'm a ghost and not a Trump supporter, right? Oh, wow. I mean, it's funny because the she's so terrible. Uh, that these things are not like it, I mean, look mm-hmm. in, a, in a sane world, Trump's just the Democratic nominee, right? Mm-hmm. And then we're watching these ads, and these are ads you know, made by Republicans attacking the Democratic nominee for all of these things. Instead, we have a Democrat versus a Democrat, mm-hmm. um, and then we have Gary Johnson, who's also seemingly a Democrat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you got you're left with Daryl Castle and Evan McMullen, uh, or writing in Jeffy. I'm here for you. But he does have a slogan, all douches matter. And I, I think that's important. Thank you, Jeffy. Thank you for that. I just realized. I mean, <laughs> is that your official slogan? I guess it is. I guess, guess it is. <laughs> all, see- all douches matter. <laughs> right. Okay. And that's the so, sign? That's the. I mean, I, I, I guess I missed the mm-hmm. meeting. I don't know okay. if that's a sign or not. If, if you know, you pass right. it along to me. Okay. Let More- me know what the... More, more patents too. But the sign is, I'm inevitable, and I'm willing to do the sign. I've got a couple of signs I'd like to use right now. I bet you do, and and don't do them. Speaking of douches, <laughs> by the way, the Senate just voted 97 to one to override President Obama's veto of uh, allowing 9/11 families to sue Saudi Arabia. Nice. So it looks like this one's going to be overturned today. I'd like. It is Pat and Stu, triple eight seven two seven. Back. Good news, really, really good news. Finally, uh, an episode on Modern Family will feature the first oh. ever openly transgender child. It's actor about <laughs> finally. How many, time. I mean, finally, how, we've been crying for this for how long? You're probably sick of hearing us talk about this because we've <coughs> probably, wanted it to happen we, for so long. We've been uh, the leaders. On. I mean, you hate to hear people get up on their soapbox like this every day. Yeah, every day, same but cause. But look, we finally it made paid it off. Happen. Yeah, we finally. Made the first openly transgendered child actor on television happen. And look, we've been breaking our own barriers for a long time, obviously, mm-hmm. with, uh, with putting the Fatso him on. over there that we don't, we don't call Fatso because we don't use that term. But uh, Jackson Millarker, who's eight, will play a transgender boy named Tom. Uh, he'll be the playmate of uh, Lily's daughter. They'll overhear her insult Tom and teach Wait, her. Wait, it's not an actual transgender person? No, Someone I don't just know. acting? 
Now it says Lynn Martin Millarker is one of the few transgender actors. Yeah. Oh, he is, okay. He is, okay. is so. transgender, yeah. There you go. Uh, They're going to teach him a lesson of acceptance, yeah. which is beautiful. Oh, There's another God. show that's airing this Friday uh, for the first time this season. Season premiere. Of? Watch, watch this. Okay. On what network? September. You have no Christmas. You have no Thanksgiving. You have no Halloween. September is where the summer goes to die. Only one show has a plan to change that. With your help, we can make September great again. <laughs> the Wonderful World of Stew, season premiere, Friday night, the 30th of September. The Wonderful World of Stew, season premiere, 8 o'clock Friday night. I think you're supposed to freeze <laughs> the frame, not just have everybody stand there looking stupid <laughs> you get it? at the end. So. Really? Yeah. You got to watch it. Yeah, you might want to, you know, just kind of alter that next time and just kind of freeze, freeze the, the shot. The video? Yeah. I thought yeah. we nailed it. Uh, actually, if you watch it. No, we'll, you didn't. See if you can cue it up a little <laughs> bit into it, to, to the part where I'm talking. And just watch Tim, who is yeah. uh, he's the guy who runs 1791. He's in mm -hmm. there in the corner. You just got to watch him. Because he's the, the only person who doesn't understand, apparently, what we're doing. He's on the uh, <laughs> left side of your screen here. Uh, pops up uh, there. There right, is with the there beard, is. right there. Watch him the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, don't freeze it! No, what no, idea. no, we're watching Tim. We yeah, don't want to freeze it. Keep going. Keep going. Freeze no. it. Okay. Guys, we don't want to freeze the video. No, so we don't. We want to watch Tim. Tim. So yeah. Oh well. Uh, there you go. Okay. So, well, that would have been a good idea. Yeah, but, that would have been awesome. Uh, but it was. Oh, he realized it again. He realized again and put it back. Put it back up. Yeah, whatever. Oopsies. It's not going to work. It makes uh, it funny. So there you go. Um, it's, uh, so yeah, we do um, we have a two-part series starting. Uh, uh, it's called uh, Racist Racistry in America. Um, we're going to really get down to the bottom of, mm -hmm. of racism in this country. I think solve it. I would say solve it for good. Um, either that or have both sides hate me. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll get that done in a couple of episodes. Also, Penn Jillette, uh on this story, uh, on this episode. Uh, he lost 100 pounds. We go over on how, how he did that. Who I've did? Been, Penn Jillette. Penn Jillette. I've been oh, reading yeah. his, uh, his book, uh, Presto yeah. uh, is the name of it. Uh, it's, it it's worth a read. It, and it's, it's amazing because, he, you know, you just ex expect Penn Jillette to lose weight in the most extremist way possible. Which he did. Right. He did. I mean, yeah. That's what he said, right? That's what right. he told me. His, my great line from that interview that I heard when he was talking about the book uh, originally, mm -hmm. one of the first interviews I saw, was uh, when his friend said, uh, oh, it's going to be the hardest thing you've ever done, and you'll love it. Yeah, it's very pen. It's, it, you know, it, I think you need a specific type of personality to do it this way. Um, but he was able to do it, um, and the, w the way he did it was really interesting, particularly we're talking about it as we're going through a sonic drive through um, so uh, it was kind of interesting to see him order. Didn't he? He eliminated all sugar, right? He basically, uh, and I don't think we got into this in the interview, but it's in the book. For the first, I believe, two weeks of the diet, the only food he consumed was potatoes. That's a starch. <laughs> yes. That's a very weird choice. Very strange. Why? Why um, do you decide on that? It, well, he did it in conjunction with some, you know, doctor. Really? Um, and the idea, huh. I think, what I would say is, generally speaking, the idea is to, to take the love of food away, kind of. So, like, you, you eat potatoes for two weeks. You're done By the end of that them. two weeks, the last thing you want to do is eat a potato. And you can eat <laughs> as many as you want. 
he got to the point where he's like he could taste the sweetness in the potatoes anytime he, he had them because he was his There's sweetness in a potato. Oh yeah, when you only eat potatoes. Turns, yes, really? all potatoes of a sudden he started noticing the sugar. Um, and all, and then they, he started adding things that you'd never want, like you know I don't know celery. And but to him it was amazing because he hadn't had anything in so long. <laughs> and this is he was losing a pound a day. A for pound a, a day for a hundred days. days. I think he did it in ninety days or a hundred. It was like a hundred days, and he lost like nine. Almost, it was like just a couple pounds under um, one pound per day. Is that an average? Did he literally lose every day, or were there some days when he yeah. lost five pounds and others none? Yes. He, in yeah. the book, he has every day that he remembered to weigh himself. He has the total in there, and you see it go down. And sometimes, you know, he'd go up a half a pound some days for whatever oh, okay. reason. You know, it's, it's weird, weirdly fluctuated like that. But it's, a, it's an amazing so. interview. It's, it's worth seeing. Hmm. Uh, back in a second. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Back. It'll be more than a second. But well, yeah, a couple minutes. Probably. We will be back. Gonna have a potato. Yeah. Triple eight seven two seven back. Elon Musk has a plan, and it's a pretty ambitious one. Uh, since we haven't even been to the moon in over forty years, uh, he plans to go to Mars and begin colonization of Mars by twenty twenty two. That's six years from now. In fact, yeah. a little bit less than that. Uh, there's a video from SpaceX that shows the process of how Musk plans to get people up to Mars the most efficient way possible. Here's a look. Okay, so you got a little stage separation. Very important. Then the spaceship heads to parking. Parking regarding the night of humanity to Mars for all of us. Well, I, th- I think the first journeys to Mars are going to be really very dangerous. Booster uh, heads back to Earth. Uh, hard. Why? And they've already kind of done this part of the landing. Like something like this. Have they? been to space and then back to landing like that it's all the way to space or not but then the propellant tanker is loaded onto the booster okay they've already jettisoned part of the rocket then they put back the propellant on top of it after it came back to earth now it's blasting off again I i don't even get what why is this efficient this is weird and uh so then they go back to space and kiss Refueling of spaceship in order or orbit. All right. Uh-huh. Tanker returns to Earth. Then spaceship departs for Mars. That's a weird process. I, that's interesting. I, I don't uh, pretend to comprehend why they're doing it that way. I don't pretend to comprehend well, why you'd want to go to Mars. Oh, I'd love to. I would. I would love I to. Would and not. for a guy like Elon Musk. 
he thinks we need to go to Mars because this planet is in danger of extinction. And so we need to colonize another planet so we've got an alternative to save humanity. That, I mean, that's the deal for them. I know. When we see I, Mars, I don't so buy we that. see all the trees everywhere. And, oh, wait. You know, they don't <clears> even way. have, like, 7-Elevens. Right. Nothing. Like, there's no structures. There. No, you guys, you'd, you'd have a real dearth of soda. Yeah, there'd be none on Mars. I mean, there'd be none. not dirt, but there's none. Pat. Yeah. Right. Once in a while, you see a picture stuff. that says, look, I think that's where a river <laughs> used to be. Um, no, I don't want to go there. I um, think the difficulty is get, is lifting all of that weight. So if you have two um, complete... Why did you look at me when you said that? Because I, I mean... Well, he was talking about weight, lifting weight into space. I mean... Well, I mean, what's you look at you and you realize this is impossible. Yeah, I got to tell you, there's this no fat guy. Happen. There is uh, those rockets. No right. fat guys. There's no, no fat, fat guys. guys. <laughs> no. No. no, no. But the point is, have you like, ever been to, uh, yeah, like Washington D.C. and gone to the Apollo, uh, like Cape Apollo Canaveral 11, Florida, yeah. little capsule there? I mean, it's this yeah. big. You jam your body into about that big a space. You look at it's, the pictures of the. Uh, I don't know how they did it. Uh, from the guys that come back from the uh, uh, space station and stuff, and they are, I mean, yeah, they're crammed into those are tight I was spaces. Use a phrase I probably shouldn't use. So they're just shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Okay. It's it's interesting because they have uh, um, you're going to lift up the payload of the people first, mm-hmm. then you come you bring the rocket back down, then you lift up the payload of the of the fuel, attach them, and it's enough fuel to get to Mars. Um, you know. Getting there and uh, what you'd have to do there, God only knows what the... It's weird. That seems like an inefficient do. process to me. But Rather than just blasting off... Well, if you had two of them, with you the could fuel, do it. With the fuel. Right. And you right, just yeah. go. You'd have to have two boosters or but a much I, bigger booster. I thought what they were going to do was we were going to build a station in space that would, ref- that would refuel when you get up there. Okay? Because a, right. a lot of fuel and energy is expend- expended just getting up into space. So then you got that problem. So then you could refuel at a space station and then take off from there. I think that's, I mean, they're doing that in they're the kind of doing that way possible. in a weird way. Yeah, I mean, it's Without building a space to build station. a space station out there. Yeah. I think if you, had, if you had, you know, once they got to the point where, hey, we're sending uh, one ship per week to Mars, you probably build a space station. But considering they're doing it one time, it, rather than try to build two separate boosters... Or one gigantic booster that can lift both of the things into space. Mm-hmm. Or build a space station. They're saying the easiest way is we take the same booster, throw it up there, have it come down, land again, take another payload up there, attach them up there, and then let it go. It's interesting. I mean, it's, I, it's interesting. Yeah. But he wants to colonize Mars with a million people. How are you going to get a million people to Mars that way? Well, I think the first thing uh, is someone, someone's got to be right. Someone's got to be first, and, and that's why I think Jeffy... You should try this. I yeah, mean, you should try this. Jeffy. We actually built a rocket too, mm-hmm. um, to to send someone to Mars, and and we want you to get into it. Uh, It'll be a tight fit. I don't think it's I a. I mean, it might look like a plastic bag, <laughs> but it's not. So when it's closed, it'll feel like I'm actually going to space. <laughs> and it'll feel like we'll, we'll make all, you'll hear, <laughs> and then it'll get really hot after a while. Has anyone survived this trip before me? Uh, on this particular spacecraft? Yeah. Well, uh, no, it's the first. No, but main that's boy. why we want you to be the first one. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, so uh, you know, I mean, so you'll, so they, you'll... they expect this will cost $10 billion per person. 
10 billion per person. And he wants a million people? He wants a million people to go. It's a lot. Um, He said that drastically lowering the cost uh, would require a focus on four things. Fully reusability, so of the rockets, spaceships, and tankers. Refilling in orbit. That's kind of what That's what I was talking about. Propellant production on Mars to keep uh, launch weight and expenses much lower. And the right propellant. So people and equipment must be able to make fuel for a return flight on Mars. And then the ticket may cost as little as 100000 per person. Oh, wow, that's nothing. That's so nothing. We're, gonna, we're, we're already talking about uh, having some sort of manufacturing uh, for uh, propellant. On Mars. On Mars. On uh, Mars. Tell you what, let's go to 7-Eleven. And then we'll right. go from there. Yeah, there's got to be a 7-Eleven. I, I just, I, I don't see it happening. <laughs> not by 2022. No, not in this you time know, frame. There's but no I mean, way. If you're Elon Musk, you just say, I'm going to do these things and try to do them all. Like, I mean, the, the hypertube or whatever we talked about. Yeah. Um, I love some of his ideas. Yeah, they're, they're really they're cool. awesome. But like that one he's is another one. He's a big like, thinker. You're never going to have a hypertube. It's, it's not in the next five years. Well, he's already yeah. building one. Yeah, right? like, but we, already, saw the, we saw the, the uh, prototype already. I, mean, right. I think a lot of this stuff doesn't wind up working out with yeah. Elon Musk, but I think that's his game, right? Like, you go up there, you make big ideas. A lot of things from Edison didn't them, work out. Right. He gives them credibility because he's talking about them. If yeah. some lunatic, like if Jeffy does a YouTube video goes, I got planned, go Mars, no one's going to care. Yeah. Um, and I, I know I'm Well, nobody cares about anything Jeffy says. Your plan. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I got planned, go Mars. If, if I got that's planned, way too goes, many words for me. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. I mean I'm ex- exaggerating. It's a science fiction. Okay. But the point is, Elon Musk just saying it with a nice design um, is enough. Legitimizes it. It's enough. Uh, here he is talking about the, the possibility of going to Mars. Will you be the first man on Mars? Um, I, I don't think so. Uh, no, maybe. I don't either. Uh, but um, I, I, uh, I, I'm not really sure. I have to, I don't know, the pros and cons of that, because, like I said, I, if, if I... I would definitely need to have a very good succession plan because the probability of death is quite high on the first mission. So, and I'd like to see my kids grow up and everything. So, um, some pros and cons there. You okay. haven't listed a pro yet. It's a weird uh, dude. Um, you just listed cons, just so you know. Yeah. The probability of death is quite high on the first mission, and, and that's for sure. I mean, that right. you've got a really good chance of dying. Wait, but- Wait, Le- of but you, you said you had it figured out that, that well, I would get out. This. Right? No, but it's the probability. It's not a certainty. So don't right. even worry and, about it. You know, we didn't say that. That's his. That's his mission. It's separate missions. We have our own spacecraft. Plus, we're optimists. We always yeah. look for the you know the good in in a certain right. mission. Your like your p- p- you chance know? of life or death is one hundred percent. Yeah, yes, that's or? right. No, that's true. That's oh, a scientific poll. That's true. Poll. Scientific that's poll. true. <laughs> it's 100% life or death. Right. Either one um, or the other. So, so yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I mean, probably this, the, the second one. <laughs> but I, it's 100% one of those two things. Right. So you'll be fine. I mean, again, the other thing you need to consider, Jeffy, is who's going to miss you? Yeah, nobody. No one. No one. No uh, one. No, one thinks person? about it the next day, you know? Mm-hmm. one person? No, you certainly, no one gets charged for a crime, I'll tell you that. We've already been informed about that from uh, several authorities. <laughs> if this were to happen, there wouldn't be a crime. We, we, trials are messy and expensive. You know, they, they, won't, mm-hmm. they won't bother. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You already checked into that with the law? <laughs> Some conversations. Uh, 
some exploratory conversations, I bet. Uh, and uh, they, they've <laughs> they've outlined some things that we could do to make the process easier for them on their side. You know, so you know, it's nice when people aren't around anymore. There's a lot of questions asked, but if we do cer- take certain steps. Um, you know, uh, but this isn't going to happen because I'm in my spaceship <laughs> yeah. that looks oh. like a trash bag. <laughs> you'll, <laughs> right? You'll make it. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah, okay, could be good. fine. Yeah, yeah. Don't even worry about it. Uh, he he, I, he comes off as kind of a weird guy. Oh yeah, oh, big like guy. Kind of. Yeah, like a very weird guy. I'd love to have him on the air. I, it, uh, he'd never come on. No. Super liberal guy, but uh, really interesting, really fascinating, and and his cars. I mean, if there's one thing he seems to be a really big success at right now, it's Tesla. I mean, yeah. I the, mean, the vehicle is fantastic. The vehicle is fantastic. I mean, whether it's going to really be profitable long term is... I don't know. We don't know. Is um, he losing massive amounts of money on that still? Or? I don't know, to be honest with you. I haven't checked it in a while. I know when he first started out, it was a real struggle. I mean, they, yeah. they kind of like, hey, we're smart tech guys. We can do cars way better than these old school car, car people. And they failed, really, early on, pretty badly. And it wasn't until they decided, you know what, maybe we bring some old-timey car people in here. And combine. And combine and take our innovation along with people who know the business. Right. Um, And they've been able to succeed much better. I mean, their stock has has been very successful. It's just a matter of, you you never know with these things. And and it's interesting with him because he's not, I mean, yes, he's a billionaire, but he's not a... He's not a Bill Gates type billionaire. He's more around the couple billion. Yeah, two, two to three billion, if I'm not mistaken. I spit on people. I just, I mean, billion. I don't even disgust me. I won't even have lunch with him. No, I won't. I will not. And because uh, it's it's too far beneath us. All right. You know. So uh, and he's one of those guys that's not afraid to take government <laughs> money. I mean, he makes deals with the government yes, all the time. That's so, for sure. So one month criticism. he might be worth three billion, four billion, and the next month he's worth one. Well, I mean, true. you look at the Tesla thing. I mean, the Tesla inside the Tesla, you know, model is, hey, every time someone buys a Tesla, we all essentially pay seventy five hundred dollars to that right. person. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, it comes in effect of a, a form of a tax credit. Um, but, you know, the idea that someone who's buying a hundred and thirty thousand dollar Tesla needs, needs. seventy five hundred dollars right. is ridiculous. I mean, dumb. it's completely ridiculous. Really dumb. And, and what they're doing is, well, people, you know, they want to incentivize people to buy these cars. That's the government picking winners and losers. You've heard that phrase a million times. And that's what they're talking about. Yep. You're mm-hmm. saying, well, oh, well, if you buy this car, you get seventy five hundred dollars. If you buy this other car, you don't. For example, you know, uh, and it goes to hybrids got this. Um, uh, you know, uh, the all electrics get this. There's certain emission standards that you have to get to. That's one of the things I loved that Trump said during the debate when Hillary was babbling about. My energy policy is really good. I hear we're going to take solar and we're going to make it. Why not make everything solar? And Trump said when she finally got done babbling that nonsense. Yeah, you, you tried the solar thing. That worked out really well, didn't it? Yeah, you lost a ton of money on that. That worked out real well. And he was right about that because, you know, the whole solar thing, what was the name of the country, uh, company? Um, Solyndra. Solyndra. Solyndra and others. Uh, they, they weren't the only ones to go belly up. It was a bunch of solar oh, companies. Yeah. Uh, we lost and their a lot solar, of money. Solar panels. So. Right, we lost $535 million, if I remember, just on Solyndra right. alone. Right. Um, it really bad. Really, really bad. bad. And this is why you don't do these things. You know, these companies, look, Tesla, especially when it, a guy like Elon Musk makes government credits completely ridiculous. Like, let's say, what have they sold? Let's just say they've sold 10,000 of those things, 100,000 of those things. Tesla's, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not even close to that. 
But, uh, you know, let's say they sold 10,000. I don't know what the number is. But $7,500 per person. And there's some limit. Like, it's the first 50,000 you sell or something to get the tax credit. I don't remember what the numbers are. Um, but, you know, whatever that number is, it could be millions of dollars. Elon Musk could just handle that. He can handle it. If he wants mm-hmm. to come, well, right. There's no reason taxpayers have to come together to make Elon Musk mm-hmm. get $7,500 off the stupid cars he's selling. By the way, I want one really badly. And if, if uh, you want to give me one, Elon, I'll, I'll change my opinion on that. Because we've learned in conservative media, that's what you do. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> All right. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Our uh, our buddies uh, at my Patriots play have your back. If there's if there's one thing they help you do well, it's get prepared for any kind of emergency that may come up in your life. Yeah, I mean, and emergencies can be a couple days. They can be much longer than that. Uh, my Patriot Supply has a, a, a package, which, I mean, we always think about this as like probability. It's like, well, you know, if you have a really bad storm or really bad um, uh, disruption uh, in, you know, the, the roads or the, the, the infrastructure around you, you could be looking at a few days of food. 72-hour kit, they've mm-hmm. got you covered. A couple weeks, it's going to cover almost every possibility. Four weeks... You're looking really good. I mean, you're you're gonna have almost everything outside of the, uh, you know, the what's the show you like, Walking Dead. Jeffy's a big Walking Dead guy. Um, outside of Walking Dead scenarios, you, you know, a month is gonna cover you for almost everything bad that can happen, and they can do that for you for ninety nine dollars, and then it's done. You don't have to do anything else for 25 years because that's how long food lasts. So don't wait for a dis- disaster to strike. Get prepared now. Just order online today at preparewiththeblaze.com or call 888-411-5290. This stuff is really easy to, to store. I, I just ordered uh, a year supply for four people, and it came in some boxes, and they fit right by our doorway. I mean, it's really, it's really so compact. you did a year supply for four people? Yeah, and wow. it, it came in 17 boxes. The boxes are about that big, you know, uh, it, but... You know, it's yes, four people for a year. It's, we're gonna, we've got a place to stack it inside the house. So it's really awesome. And so four weeks is, is going to be, you know, a couple of containers. It, it's awesome to store. It's easy to prepare. It's and, and delicious to eat. Sorry, no CODs. Sorry, Jeffy. Triple eight four eleven fifty two ninety limit two per caller again online at preparewiththeblaze dot com or triple eight four eleven fifty two ninety yeah no sorry no, remember they used to do that sorry no COD's yeah. like were people really uh, checks and cash on delivery absolutely yes. oh yeah. yeah here are some stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to do that so bad. Like <laughs> 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 when you do that, I can actually like I picture your like organs coming up towards your mouth a little bit. It's like such a guttural sound. Uh, Jeffy, what do you have for us? So sometimes you know how you're embarrassed when you go into stores and you wanna ride the electric chairs that they have. Mm-hmm. See no, people, no. you know, are, like for people who are handicapped. That's yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that's what they say. What do you but mean, you don't have to be handicapped to use them. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be technically handicapped to use them. I, I just want to be clear about that. You probably should be because so, if you're using them and then a handicapped person comes in, then but they wouldn't have anything to ride on. You know, they not it's be able a shame they have to wait. I mean, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, not everyone. I mean, else I don't is want to get into a fight over the electric okay, carts at the stores, to... but they can wait mm-hmm. just like everybody else. We're supposed to. I'm handicapped, <laughs> so everything's supposed to drop. 
Well, no, I mean, just saying that you, just as a person, you'd want to be nice to someone who... And I'll try to get my shopping done as fast as I can. Yeah, but you're just, we'll get the you're cart just back lazy. You. You, there's no reason. Well, and fat. So well, yeah. You, you, you want him waddling around the store all night? Well, yeah. No, nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. So Nissan... <laughs> Yes. Has developed using their, uh, their uh, it's called uh, their autonomous chair. Autonomous chair. Autonomous chair. It's not called that. It's called the Pro Pilot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Watch out. It's not the autonomous chair. The autonomous chair. That's, That's just a called. description of what the item is. It's not the name. The name of it. It's, it's called autonomous the autonomous chair. That's what it's called. The autonomous chair. That's what it is. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. No, it is. Yes, it, it is. Isn't. It's called Show the, the video. It's called the Pro Pilot. No, that's what they use in the other The Pro Pilot. Pro Pilot is what they use in the. In the the Pro Pilot is what they use on the automobiles. This is what started them on this. Okay. That they used on their, for they put in their automobiles. So if you're in traffic. It's called the autonomous chair. That's correct. That's correct. Show the damn video. All right, show the video. <laughs> the autonomous chair right there. <laughs> Automatic chairs that make it fun. Oh, so you can light up a embedded cameras detect predicting preceding chair. Yeah. Come on now. Wait in line. Not a bad idea. That's kind of weird. They even help clean up. So if you're like closing the store, it'll just pull See, away. this is what the pro what developed from the autonomous chair was the pro pilot that you put on, uh, you know, you can put your automobile in uh, auto mode and it detects when you're, you know, in close quarters on one lane roads and stuff, you don't have to really drive. Okay. The new Serena launched this summer. Both detect the chair or car ahead. Automatically control stop and go to safe distance. Okay. It was designed to ease stress on congested uh, roads makes getting in line completely stress-free. Keeps the excitement of driving. Yeah, Unwanted no, stress. I mean, it's a. It's a... That's kind of cool. I, guess. <laughs> I think it's kind of a good idea. I do too. Especially like if you were doing like a uh, you know a, a, if there was a long line or something, that's kind of a good way to mm -hmm. keep it in order. You people would be able to cut the line certainly unless they have their own. Autonomous chair. chair. Autonomous chair. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say that this is not, this has been uh -huh. thought of before. Okay. Uh, in the movie Wally, mm -hmm. uh, from if you bring up the picture, you show, and on their the world off of Earth, okay. and they're in their world during the movie Wally, mm -hmm. people uh, traveled around in their autonomous chair. Oh, yeah, because they're so uh, fat, they can't move around well, on their own. Well, they've become so right? fat because they travel on these chairs, and everything they need yeah. is in this chair. Right. Yeah. And uh, we're real close to that. I am... We're getting close to that. Like that. Oh, my gosh. I cannot wait for that. Now, Come why on. do they make the, the people in Wally so much thinner than you? Because, <laughs> I mean, that's just a, the screen. Well, they can't small. draw anything that fat. <laughs> It would go Limited off the page. Limited technology. Yeah. Um, so, by the way, uh, I noticed they kept using the word queuing 
uh, in that video, or quaying, as Jeffy gave us last week, <laughs> Q or quay. quay, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> You've had some good words. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever, I don't care. A ton of us cheer. All right, before, I got a couple more stories for you. <laughs> All right, what else do you got? All right, uh, just a couple of headlines for you. Uh, the UN, uh, U.S. owes black people reparations over slavery and has not confronted its history of racial terrorism, says the UN panel. Oh, wow. Um, I would like to quote uh, Pat Gray uh, for a moment here on uh, the Pat and Stu show. All right. Uh, dear UN, shut up! Right. Thank you. It's a good analysis. It's a good quote. Yeah. So, yeah. I will say, too, um, they, do they realize that uh, every other country on Earth would also have to do this? Right? Every other country on Earth at some point in their history has mm-hmm. had slavery. Um, and most of them, uh, more recently than us. Right. Um, in fact, some of some them. Some of them have right it going now. on right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Why going are we all, always the focus of it? Though? I know. Because every single time. And I, I, I want to, the U.N. out of the U.S. I do, too. I just Bad. I desperately want that. I mean, it should be in Brussels, obviously. It should, and we shouldn't be a part of it. Yeah, Go I'm, do your dumbass things over there where you do dumb things. <laughs> in the European continent. Thank I'm you. so tired of it. I know. But going on today, this will make you feel better. Going on today uh, at the White House, um, <clears throat> the... Uh, Science ministers from across the globe uh-huh. are getting together for the first ever White House Arctic Science Ministerial. The science ministers are all together. It's close to becoming climate change is almost a religion. I, it's true. It is a religion. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do everything you can to justify, uh, you know, and, and that kind of makes religions look bad, which I, you know, I don't, I don't dislike religions, but like religions, are, there's an element of faith without evidence that you do i mean yeah. faith is that way right like where mm-hmm. you believe in things that you can't necessarily prove or necessarily um see in daily action in front of your face that's part of it it's not supposed to be that way with science that's not the way science is supposed to be uh faith is at some yes. level it would not be faith if you yes. did not ha- if you, everything was right in front of you right like it, that there's an element of a, mm-hmm. you're taking a little bit of a leap at times that's not the, the case with science it's not supposed to be um but it was climate science it absolutely is it really is a religion. And, of course, they, it's, an, it's like a 1700s religion. Like, you want to burn people at the stake who don't agree with <laughs> Right. Because right? we can't a, prove it. I wish it was just a modern religion. Where they it's, like, it's getting worse and worse uh, along those lines every, every day. I mean, there's somebody else who is saying that people shouldn't be allowed. They should not be allowed to disagree. Because to them, there's consensus. And, by the way... What was it? Where was it? We did the uh, the numbers on the consensus. I, I can't I can't remember if it was one of the serials that we did for radio, uh, but we we talked about consensus and what consensus means to them. The consensus that they found, uh, somebody took up that apart and dissected their consensus, and it turned out that there was only three percent of the people who really believed all the points that. Uh, were presented. Th- their definition of consensus is, hey, do you think it's warming? And does man have something? First of all, hey, do you think it's warming? And if you say yes, that's their, consens- their consensus. Yes. That's their 97%. Then it goes a little bit further. Well, is man causing it mostly? And then, it, it, you know, the numbers go down even more. Is it a real problem? Is it catastrophic? When you get to what they're talking about on climate change, and consensus. The consensus is about 3%. It's very small. It's, it, very it's small. unbelievably small. I'll have to look that up again because 
The numbers were a, staggering. I did a wonderful World of Stew on that last year. Um, on that exact stat, like yeah, what, is, what is the again. actual grouping? It's so very amazing. small, yeah. and, and 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 it's because not only I mean really the the, the discussion, the the argument right about climate change is not really is it warming or is it even that man could have some impact on that warming? It's is it catastrophic, and mm-hmm. if so, can we do anything about it? And what should that thing be? Yeah, I mean, so we're at the point yeah. where their consensus in their mind is. Well, you have to agree with how we address it and um, if it can be addressed and if it's catastrophic and if it's caused by man. Um, you know, and there's really very few people who hit all of those points. Right. Very few scientists. Very few. And a, and a lot of their scientists aren't scientists. Right. And they're certainly not, not climate scientists. I mean, the IPCC report doesn't even hit those. No, I mean, they're yeah. Arctic science ministers. These are? They're science ministers. Science That's ministers. That's what they're called. Okay. <laughs> and they're meeting on global uh, warming? Yes. Nice. Climate change at the White House. I love House. it when they do that. Great. I now, love it before, when they before we leave, I know at the end of yesterday's show, uh, we had uh, found out exactly uh, that 84 million people watched Monday night's debate. Right. And so I wanted to give a little love to one of the people responsible for the 84 million, uh, uh, Lester Holt. Uh, who uh, was you think uh, Lester part of Holt the had something to do with he, uh, was he not the uh, was he not part of the broadcast I mean he was on the broadcast but I don't think that people tuned in for well you tuned in for so, Lester Holt so at least one person he brought to the table. thank you so there I, mean, I just wanted people to know there's like there's some things that you should probably know about Lester He's oh, become such okay. a star now everything like such as well I'll give you the headlines I won't I don't have to go into <clears> detail. Well, let's give you the headlines, and you can let me know if you want to want me to okay, go into detail sure, on sure. any of these. Okay. You know, like he was, he was kicked out of a radio station in Alaska when he was a little kid. Hey, no, um, he, no. Took, he took high school announcements uh, seriously. He did the high school announcements uh, during his high school. I don't know if you ever did. That was that. my that was my uh, first my first radio broadcast. Mine, mine uh, as well. Count as um, as I won a contest um, in second uh, second grade, I think it was. No, third grade. Third grade. Won a contest to do a radio station over the PA. Nice. That's really what got nice. like what made yeah. me want to do radio when I grew up was that contest because I wanted I, I, we won it and we play we had to we could play like three or four songs. It was like right after the announcements and we had to like say certain things. We had to do fake commercials. All it was actually a really cool contest when I think back at it. I'm sure it was a great broadcast too. Oh, but man. I can remember I can remember the songs we played. I can remember we did like we did a commercial for Cherry Coke. That was one of the commercials nice. we did, and we always used to make one of our, one of our friends who did it with us. Uh, he would he did the commercial. He did it was you know it was like they used to have that ch 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 cherry coke, and he just did ch 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 airy coke. I'm like no, it's <laughs> cherry coke. You have to say cherry all together, and he ne- never got it right. So the broadcast went out as ch 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 airy coke. <laughs> but I can remember the details of it. That's wow, how much that's it was. Wow. So I mean, I'm on a similar path. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, he broke his first story at the age of 16, okay. uh, Lester Holt. All right, mm-hmm. I'm telling you this is and now. Uh, this is where I came to know him really. Uh, when uh, <clears throat> uh, you know, forget that he was you know he spent 14 years in Chicago as a local news anchor. Okay, you know, he mm-hmm. paid his dues. He did all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, in uh, 2000, uh, he came to earn the nickname Iron Pants. Iron Pants. <laughs> Iron Pants. Iron pants. Iron pants. Now, okay. some people, other people have been called that before, but not because of what Lester did. Uh, shortly after he came to the fledgling MSNBC, and if you remember, Stu, we used to watch uh, uh, MSNBC before uh, 
September 11th. Right, because, before, yeah, because Mitch Album was on. Right, right, they did replays of the Mitch Album radio show yeah, yeah. is how bad they were doing. I mean, they were breaking away. Before September 11th, MSNBC would break away Anything. for uh, there's an airplane that could have landing gear problems, and you'd see the video coming from the tower at the airport. Oh, they would break away for any reason bad. to get away from that Mitch it Album show. It was bad. Oh, yeah. So Lester came to MSNBC then, and it kept him on after 2000, uh, and the uh, any kind of uh, shit, he would just stay on. He would, Lester would just took over the news and he would be on the air, so they, they nicknamed him Iron Pants. Mm. Old Iron Pants. I will notice here, too, this list, as you've uh, helpfully uh, uh, given us a copy of, does not list that he's a registered Republican, which is kind of interesting considering the amount of criticism he got about the way he handled the Trump-Clinton debates, mm-hmm. particularly from conservatives, who were upset he didn't bring up Benghazi and a couple of, uh, a couple of other um, things that could be critical of Hillary. He's actually a registered Republican. I'm yeah, surprised and, you know by what? that. And, and well, and some people, you know, the Trump people will tell you, well, that's how come he gave Hillary such a great, you know, was so easy on Hillary because he tried to make up for the fact that he's a registered Republican, you know, just the opposite mm-hmm. of what it was. But I think that uh, I think there were a number of opportunities. We talked about it. Uh, you know, we talked about it, too. There were a lot of times when he gave each one of them an opportunity to go after what was on, you know, those big stories, the Benghazi, the emails. Uh, Trump had a chance to hit her on the emails, uh, mm-hmm. the immigration. Yeah, Trump didn't bring it up. Yeah. And Trump didn't hit any of those. He right. missed them. And I think the issue, too, between uh, Hillary and Trump is, and this is something that I think informs the entire campaign. Hillary is moderated internally by the fact that she doesn't want to be proven wrong in the media afterwards. So she right. says things in ways that aren't easily fact-checkable, usually. Mm-hmm. Like, you have, to, you have to look into detail. You need three paragraphs to explain what she was trying to do. And Donald <laughs> right. Trump just says, for example, uh, hey, you said that uh, women, uh, pregnancy is just an No, I didn't. No, I, I never didn't. said that. No, I, I never said that. Well, yeah, you I never did. said that. I mean, no, you I didn't. Did. You're on record. You did. No, and I your didn't. argument was actually a decent one. Why don't you just use it? Exactly. I mean, uh, I, you know, um, climate change is a hoax. Uh, perpetrated by I never China. Said that. I never said that. Yeah, you did. You Come said on, it was a hoax a bunch of times, and you said it was created by China to to help their manufacturing sector. <laughs> and that's what I he mean, said. It's just, it was. It was I mean, it's a tweet. It's still out there. No, he didn't. No, I didn't. You know, like he's so he has he does not moderate himself internally right. because he doesn't care if the media says that he's lying afterwards. So that's why Lester Holt was uh, jumped in more. Because again, he's a Republican. I don't know that he's a Trump supporter. He might be. Either. He might be never Trump. We don't know. I just like to, anyway. I just wanted to let you know a little insight on Lester because that's part why the debate was, uh, you know, the number one uh, debate in U.S. history, uh, eighty-four million, uh, and uh, it was. Lester was a big part of it. So you think? So, congratulations. Well, what percentage of the credit would you give to Lester Holt for the eighty-four million? There were three people a part of it, so you're looking at. You know. A third of the. So you're saying that if Lester Holt didn't moderate the debate, they get what? 50 million? I mean. 40 million? 60 million? Prove me wrong. Like, like. Oh. I can't, obviously. It's we'll be very right hard back. to do at this point. We'll be right back. Are okay. you resting your case not, right now? Is that. Right, you can't prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. I like, I like how you said, well, we'll be right back. They didn't bring Lester the music up until we said it was time to go. Well, yeah, no, now it's okay to bring the music up. That when Jeffy says it, never do it. <laughs> never.
Welcome back. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the phone number. Um, pumpkin puree is not pumpkin. Wait, what? Pumpkin puree is not pumpkin. It says pumpkin. It does. Uh, it is technically, well, squash. Okay. Who knew? Uh, this is from Food and <laughs> okay. Wine. Uh, they say that the mix is actually a variety of winter squash, butternut, golden delicious, Hubbard, and more. It turns Ooh. out pumpkins can be fairly stringy and watery. Certain varieties of winter squash make a richer, sweeter puree that works way better for packing now uh, the flavor that we all See? love in those fall dishes. Additionally, USDA is fairly lenient with the gourd terminology in general, which is why it's perfectly yeah, legal to label a food product pumpkin when in reality it's made from a variety of squash. Yeah, the different squashes. That's kind of surprising to me, though, no? Uh, yeah, a little. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it's still good. And the Hubbard squash. Yeah. And the, I don't care. I like, I like, like all those squashes. So. Like, this is like one of those stories where they're like, well, did you know that the, the Aquafina actually comes out of the tap? <laughs> Oh, like, I well, care about that. You don't care about that? No. I do. I do. I, I don't like Me the purified too. water thing because a, a, a oh, lot of that, if you if you look at the bottle and you see the label, purified water, it came from a tap and they just ran it through a filter. That's I, okay. No, I won't abide that. Why? It's no. already been filtered. Well, let's say it doesn't have... It's not the same. It doesn't taste the same. Well, then that's a reason to not drink it. Yeah. But it's not a reason to not drink it just because it says purified. No, but it's different. You know, it's not that... Good, clear. <laughs> it's, it's not clear? Good, it's, no. not clear. it's not clear? clear? It's actually opaque. <laughs> <laughs> My point on that is that <laughs> when it comes from a tap, it's black. It's black. Did you get your water from Flint? <laughs> there is actually black water. Have you ever had it? No. It, oh, black water. Keep on, I've listened to it. No. Keep on rolling, no. Mississippi moon. Keep on shining on me. the water has the residue in it. From the brand the name is called is BLK. Oh, it's like a, it was created by. Like oh, a, but it's not literally black. And it was literally black. Oh, it is black yeah. water. It's like black. Like why you, would you? Why? It supposedly has I don't know extra minerals in Ooh, it or something. I God wouldn't drink knows. that. Would who? I had, I've had it. Anybody? It tastes like water. Really? It's just like water. Yeah, this is black. Isn't it kind of gross? Did it say that? purified on us too? Because if not, I'm not drinking it. Because my point to you, Pat, would be if a water is more enjoyable for a reason, that right. then there, it's you know then it makes sense for you to choose like yeah. say Fiji. Mm-hmm. But if it's just if it's just like I don't I don't like the idea that they're giving me water that's purified and not from a spring. I don't understand it. Because well, I mean, Fiji is I don't know if you know this Fiji water is bottled at the source, so they just put I, the bottle right. Yeah, it's no, not no. even touched by mankind. They put it right underneath the waterfall, and it just goes into the bottle. I'm going to be crazy here. And then they just put the cap on it and wipe off the bottle number and one, put it in the mail. I'm pretty sure they, they filter their water, too. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, and number two, no. uh, if, does, is there any water on Earth that is touched by human hands? It goes through. It's machinery. Right. It goes through pipes and tubes. It's not touching. It's not like <laughs> scraping up the water and pouring it in your. That's not what happens to water. They're like, hold on, hold on, I got one more scoop. That's a good point. That's not. It's just a BS marketing slogan. Oopaloopas. <laughs> they don't have oopaloopas on Fiji. Now that you mention it, I don't want anything I consume. Being touched by human hands. <laughs> right, exactly. You know? It was like, you know, it's handmade. Actually, can you wear gloves? Do you mind? <laughs> right. You know? I, I don't. Right. I, 
<laughs> I, I mean, the meat that you cook for me at the restaurant, I want it picked up with tongs and put yeah. on my plate. I don't want your hands on it. Right. And they keep saying handmade. It sounds it sounds like because you picture in your head someone you trust, like your grandmother making these right. cookies for you. In reality, it's some guy that you wouldn't try. It wouldn't you wouldn't say, hey, do you mind? Will you uh, will you hold the keys to my car for a minute? You wouldn't allow them. But no. they're like you're, you're ingesting the food they touch. Um, so there you go. So there you go. All right, let's take a break on the other side because we have food that has been touched by human hands, ours, and oh, we're going to no. eat it on the other side of the break. It's called Spoons. It's a segment we do for you uh, for science. This has nothing to do with us. No, I don't like to eat. All I don't like you. it. I don't we, like it. We, I'm fat because I'm doing I mean, this for they, you. They almost have to put a gun to our head. If we didn't love you, we'd just let them pull the trigger. Right. But we uh, do it for you. We do it for you, and we're going to do it next. There you go. By the way, we should say thank you again to Jeffy for doing the voice work uh, for that particular segment. Uh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you, Jeff. You're welcome. Um, so today we <laughs> have uh, I could do to help. one of the producers. Whatever you need. Adam Whatever you need. Okay, I got it. Okay, shut up. Shut up. Adam from the wonderful world of Stu, uh, who is one of the producers. But, which, by the way, premieres <laughs> this Friday. Watch it. That's great. Share it. For the show. Spread it around. Uh-huh. Um, he uh, went to the Korean market, apparently, and mm-hmm. we've uh, he's brought back a couple of uh, treats for us to try. Okay. Um, so we have these things. Now these are pretty interesting. They are uh, they're called a banana kick. Now I would if I were to classify Ooh. them, they're almost like uh, banana Cheetos. Which is a really weird sort really of weird. Uh, thing. Oh, I like banana, banana snacks that are good. I love banana snacks. I'm a big fan. I mean, do they smell it like? It smells like banana candy. Yeah, it does smell banana y. Banana y. Should I try? Yeah, give it a whirl. Let me try I two. definitely want to try one of those bad one? boys. Can I, can I have one on the second? Wow. <laughs> what was your. Uh, it's banana. Cheetos, but without the cheesy taste, though. Yes, no Cheetos. So Maybe a little, a little bit of like salt. Yeah. They're banana. Yeah, they're cheesy puffs. You're not gonna let me take the bag. No, I'm not gonna let you take the bag. Yeah, fat so. Mm. I need to get fatter than you. That's my new goal. <laughs> you know what's interesting about these? In reality, that's how you do it. You keep the bag. That's how I do. Essentially, these it's they're like oh. in the in the shape of a Cheeto, but it's essentially mm-hmm. a banana cereal. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kinda, but I, I kind of like it. Milk. Yeah, I kind of like them too. Almost a banana cereal, but. And this is something you can't get except in, in a Korean market or in Korea, yeah, right? I think so, yeah. While on most cereals you use milk, you wouldn't use milk on these, it would get too soggy. Oh my gosh. You these bastard. would sog up in one second. Getting them, but you, did you see what he just did? He just brought milk. Milk again, right. Good with good with milk. Oh, yeah. these be good with milk. We also have this. <laughs> this is a green Pretty good. Tea flavored. That's good. Uh, Kit Kat. I don't know why you're still showing Jeffy. Green tea flavored Kit Kat. Green tea flavored Kit Kat. And not even us. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Green tea flavored Kit Kat. Now that does not sound particularly good to me. Like, but they do have green tea ice cream. In a lot of uh, like. I would like uh, that. Look at look at that. That looks like it's like covered in guacamole. Look at that. Ooh. Here, Jeffy, you want to try one? Oh. That looks nasty. Well, yeah, I would like to try one, but I would like to try, you know, an entire candy bar, not I just, just a little piece of... It's a sampling, Jeffy. It's not freaking Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay, I'm frying it now. 
Pat, you're not having any of this? No. I'll split one with you. It's green tea. I can't so do what? It. Are I you, can't have it. Are you allergic? <clears throat> no. Will you eat I don't do bag? tea. Do you do that. So just eat. Um, no. It tastes like, like if you have a green There's tea. There's no chocolate, so the coating is the green tea. It's like a green tea flavored chocolate. Not bad. Say. Oh, it is? Yeah, I mean, it's like, um. Is it good? No. No, really? Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I would never buy it. You don't like it, it either? It's okay, but I... I'm, right. Like, if you're, at a, if, you're at a, if you're at a Christmas party and there's a, there's a yeah. bowl of them, you'll take one, you'll eat it, you'll be like, eh, that was yeah. all right. But, and you're not going to go back to the bowl. Hmm. But it tastes like, if you ever have, like, a green tea, like, nest tea, green tea, or, you know, Snapple green tea, you pick it up at a convenience store, um, it's, it tastes basically like they, like how you'd expect it to taste. It tastes like that on a Kit Kat. Um, I mean, again, I finished it. You know, Hell but, yeah. But I wouldn't be like, oh, give me another one of those. I will say, give me another one of these banana things. Yeah, you know, I was just about to say, I could eat a whole bag of these, and I essentially have. Uh, so On the air, you ate an entire bag. Of- I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily want to mm-hmm. you know, do anything to, you know, upset you, but this green tea Kit Kat. <laughs> yeah. There was some milk to go with it to be pretty good. <laughs> I hate you. We all hate you, okay? The audience hates you. Uh-huh. The hosts hate you. Right. The, the, the crew right. hates you. Yeah. Everyone in the control the room hates you. The people out in the think tank mm-hmm. hate you. Mm-hmm. Everyone, the people who deliver the mail to this building they hate, hate you. you. We've had group meetings on it. Do you know that? You, yeah. You yeah. Have. Yeah. So let me, let me just delve in a little bit longer on these banana things for a second because I'm, right. I'm having a secondary experience with them. <laughs> They're very sweet, like um, they got like a nice little glazed sweetness of banana on the outside. They've got an interesting sweet salty nice. combo, though. Yeah, you know. That, yeah, they do. Because you get past the banana There's exterior. There's a saltiness. That's what I think saved the green tea Kit Kat. Actually, mm-hmm. really, I think these saved the, the, the Kit Kat. With I think without these, the green tea Kit Kat, no good. Yeah, <laughs> so, I don't like the green tea. You know what we should say is if you live in a in a city with a sizable Korean population that has a Korean market, go there today and buy some of these. Yeah, bana- uh, they're called Banana Kick Banana Snacks. Banana Kick Banana Snacks. Delicious. Um, oh, the more yeah, I eat them, the more I like them. I know. Yeah, I like them too. I, I would say you could go, you could get like a Minion cereal. There's a Minion cereal out there right now that has a, would have a similar flavor profile. But those are pretty good. Probably, yeah. yeah. Um, if you're like, um, I don't know, like some of us here on the show, Mm-hmm. When you go to the Korean market and see the banana cake snack, you may want to look for the larger bag. <laughs> yes, I know. Because we did, I mean, we did serious damage to that. Yeah, yeah. Was, While we're talking on the radio and television. Yeah, one thing I've noticed about us, you know, as a show, we're, we're fat. We're, we're gross. Yeah, you're we're nasty. really gross. You're nasty. <laughs> you know, we, Don't look little. directly at us. Uh, it's, not, it's not healthy. little redeeming quality. Uh, All right, we well, you know what? Next time I say we do... Uh, I say we do a lobster and ribeye thing. Yeah, we'll get to that. that oh, my gosh, fun. yes. Um, by the way, Pat, uh, have you, are you going to delete your Facebook page, or are people going to find you there today? No, they'll find me there today. You're going to stick uh, with it for a little on, uh, Or thumb, thumb up on Facebook. That sounds like I will thumb up. Right yeah, that's a Facebook page, too. Thumb up me, too. Yeah. But it sounds like it's strictly out of that McAfee documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to go there, do we? No. Yeah.